welcome to the Eric in the Morning podcast on 101.9 The Mix Chicago. All right, take it away, Eric. He let his roommate Christine send it in. <laughs> hey, I was wondering to get her Eric in the Morning tin camping mug. Oh, you're something else. Uh, hey, Eric, I was wondering, Violetta won't give me any of the tin camping mugs we've got all over the house in crates and crates and crates that she's using to get out of getting her car towed. And I was wondering <laughs> about washing your jeans. What are the rules on that one, Nick? Hi, Nick. I wash my jeans probably twice a week. Are you a, a guy that's a working guy in your jeans? Uh, you know, you hit, the, you hit the work site in them? Oh, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I wake up probably like 3, 4 in the morning every day. And well, then by the time I get home, I'm just way too wiped to do my laundry. So I just wait. Right, right. A couple Wednesdays times a week. Saturdays. Yeah, Wednesdays and Saturdays. Uh, what about your, uh, your your fancy going out jeans, Nick? Do you wash those the, the same as your daily work jeans? Well, I mean, those only get worn on, like, uh, the weekend right. stuff. So yeah, fancy they, get, uh, yeah. they just get thrown in with the uh, other days. Gotcha. How about your towel, Nick? How often do <laughs> you wash your bath towel? Oh, uh, those? Wow. Oh. wow. Wow. There's my guy, Nick. Good morning. Yeah, starting a week with the yes bomb. <laughs> oh, jeez. Barely, barely wash those. I don't think he washes his bath towel. Hey, it's Eric. You know, wow. Wasn't that entertaining? That was something, huh? Imagine what's coming next. Uh, this. This is what's coming next right here. That makes. What'd you get with the uh, turkey burger book? I had some uh, mashed potatoes nice. and I had some broccoli. Oh. And then they had like a brownie thing for dessert. Ooh. So I know it was. Uh, I had another one of the salted caramel brownies from, oh, did you? Uh, oh, from Corner Bakery. That's incredible. Highlight of the weekend, Nikki. Uh, there was a hidden bar at the bottom of the restaurant where we had the bridal shower. Oh. You got to get like a special like, tour, go like down through. Like it was prohibition, like but, you're in the roaring 20s or hidden It was a speakeasy. It was awesome. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Violetta, what was yours? Uh, the DJ at Tao played your favorite song? Well, actually, um, there was a surprise belly dancer at oh. my sister's birthday party. Wow. Yeah, that's right. You had oh. your sister's big birthday party. Yeah, and it was so exciting, and she yeah. was really pretty. When you find a good belly dancer, you really got to hold on to those. Yeah, she's like, shake it, shake it, shake it. Get that business card and spread that around. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, seeing my daughter in her uh, bright yellow senior prom dress. Oh, I saw the pictures online. Yeah. She looks gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. It was an awesome dress. Yeah, was... Did you cry? Yep. Uh, I was who, me? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh, uh, highlight of the weekend, Chris. Yeah, so the highlight of my weekend was I got called on a work on a Saturday. I had to cancel all my plans, and on the way back from work, I got a nail in my tire. Oh. I have one, too. What I got a great go get weekend. A... The two of you can go get your tires changed together. Yeah. At number three, highlight of your weekend, Christina. Oh, I had 8,000 gallons of water from my ripped pool liner spill into my yard. Oh, oh it's like you're, like you're a sitcom. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty wow. eventful. That wow. is a fear. Oh. Wow. Uh, so uh, is, uh, repairs are underway? Today, supposedly. We'll, we'll see. Uh, I, can, I can hear in your voice you're already beat down by the experience. I have. My a, husband in the morning, he's like, don't go outside. Don't look out yeah, there. Don't even look. You don't want to see what just happened to us. That's scary. These sound like highlights. And number two, David, the highlight of your weekend. Oh, the first annual uh, bike lesson in Lockport. Uh, yeah, it was crazy, man. It was, it was fun. I'm kind of feeling it right now. The first now. motorcycle ride of the weekend? Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah the first hog. annual bike blessing, man. It was, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling it, man. It's crazy. Yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> He's feeling yeah. it. You're walking like you just yep. got off a horse all weekend, huh? 
Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, it was yeah. fun, man. Yeah, it's a good time. Takes right. a couple days. I like that. And finally, in at number one, you want to talk about accomplishments, you want to talk about success, you want to talk about having a great weekend. Tell them, Lewis. Me and my wife built a grill straight out the box without fighting. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Hey. Guys, built a grill without fighting. That's the highlight. Oh, man, it was tough. It was five hours, but, man, we did it. Wow. Five and what's the hours. first thing you cooked on it? I mean, we had... So it has cast iron grill, so I have to season the grill first to make sure it's perfect for that per- first steak. That's right. That first, you got to wow. season it, have it just ready. You have to pray over it. You have to have exactly. everybody over, take pictures with it before you break it in with that first official steak. You know, it's supposed to be 80s this week later on, Lewis, so it's primed and ready to go for you. Exactly. That's what I was. That's the goal for this week. Nice. Congratulations. Have you told your friends about the Eric in the Morning podcast? You probably should. We'll get to these calls here, your weird car thing. And then I just heard from uh, my high school uh, basketball and track coach, who's also my driver ed teacher. Wow. Uh, wearing con- a lot of hats. Uh, confirming that it is the COD Chaparrales. There you okay. go. He was confirmed. That. <laughs> coach Drundle was uh, just confirmed. That. And he was my driver ed teacher. And he used to do a thing and thought it was hilarious. That you know, while you were getting your hours in to drive out there on the country roads out in Kalen during the snow, yeah, he would go to particularly snowy areas, and then they had the brake on the on his side. Mm-hmm. He'd just lay on the brake every now and then, just throw you into a spin just for fun. Oh, yeah, so I got to learn how to handle it out here. Sure, and everybody was terrified, yeah. like because he just he's going to do it. You just don't know when. Right, right. You got to <laughs> keep your worst. head on a swivel. The anticipation of turning into the spin. The absolute worst, Oprah. In an interview, said she uh, never plays music in the car because it messes with her brain when she's trying to merge. You know, I, I ride in silence in the car a lot, which really does throw people off that are mm. in the car. Silence? Oh. If I give a ride to the uh, golf course, one of my buddies will just be riding in silence and be like, hey, uh, want to turn something on? Yeah. And, no, I'm good. <laughs> The only right person now. I've ever known Clear to do that in my life was my grandpa in his old uh, Chevy Caprice Classic. That's what I drive. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. I mean, it was so disconcerting. I bought it from him. Yeah, as a kid, it was so disconcerting. I can still remember the feeling. Sometimes I like to roll the window down just a little bit for the sound of the wind. Oh, um, yeah, I like that too. Very mm-hmm. soothing. Hi, Elaine. It's your weird car thing. <laughs> so when I go through a yellow light, I kiss the ceiling of my car. Like I kiss my fingers and I tap the roof of my car kind of just for good I've, luck. I've heard of that. Know. Now, is it good luck that you don't get T boned or is it good luck that you don't get a red light camera ticket? I think all of the above. Okay. <laughs> all right. I have uh, heard of that going on. Interesting. Uh, your weird car thing, Maria. Hi, Maria. Oh, hi. Hi. Um, so ever since I was a kid, when I'm in. Oh, no. Oh, oh. man. Well, you're back, Maria. We lost you. Start again. Oh, when we. That's <laughs> the cemetery. He turns the radio off. I'm uh, so going I past the cemetery. Okay. He turned the radio down. <laughs> yep. Yeah, which apparently you're just driving around cemeteries right now. Yeah, the ghost was messing with that connection. Yeah. yeah. Remember the last week we were having the question, is it disrespectful to run through a cemetery? I, I've been mm-hmm. thinking about that all weekend. Really? Yeah. Uh, you're a weird car thing, Renee. Yeah, if I have GPS on, I don't know where I'm going. Nobody can talk and I can't have the radio on. Mm. You just, yep. you, it's just you and the GPS voice talking to one another. That's it. I can't handle any more than that. No. That is it. All right. get that. When it says redirecting because you've made one little wrong turn, Uh, that is very frightening. Throws you off a little bit? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Hi, uh, Taylor. (laughs) Hello, Taylor. Everybody's... uh, No no wonder you're having weird car things. None of your cars or your Bluetooth work. (laughs) Go ahead, Taylor. Try again. 
Um, I have to turn down the radio when I'm trying to find a street to turn down, like a specific street. So you turn down the radio to read street signs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. Last thing you need is the weekend blaring in your ears when you're yeah. trying to find Main Street. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I get that, too. And then finally, it's your weird car thing, Jerry. I sit in my car in my driveway for 30 minutes every day after work. Mm, I so you pull that. in your driveway and just sit there for a half hour? Yes. Why? Just to decompress from the day before I go in and deal with everything else for the day. Right. Uh, <laughs> the hell that awaits you inside that door. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. So right. do they? So the, do the people inside ever come out and knock on the window or anything? Like you want to come in, or they just know to leave you until you're ready? Uh, my youngest son used to come outside, but he knows to leave me till I'm ready now. Right. <laughs> yep. Right. Okay. It's like uh, it's like you've been sentenced to prison, and you're arriving at prison. And you're just trying to savor every moment before you enter. Yeah. Before, the, before the bars <laughs> slam shut. Yep. The inside of the Camry feels better than the inside of the home. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Trending on Twitter on the Eric in the Morning Show. Trending on Twitter. Time to find out what's trending on Twitter. Top three things. Here we go in at number three. Lisa Kudrow from Friends and the highly anticipated reunion says that the group was so close when they were filming that her son actually thought that Jennifer Aniston was his mom. <laughs> he would come on set and hang out with Jen and they were very close and just always hanging out. And then she'd come up on the TV when they were home, and he'd point to the TV and say, Mommy, Mommy. Remember, Lisa Kudrow was pregnant in real life, obviously, and on the show when they went to England to film the uh, the episodes where Ross was getting married to... The like, first wife. Just, oh, uh, right. No, the second yeah. wife. Oh. The first wife was the wife he's divorced from. He had the kid with Ben. Yeah, Ben. And then he was going to get married to... Is there a Carol somewhere involved? <laughs> Carol was the first wife. Okay. That's the first wife. Yeah. And then she uh, and Roz were divorced. I can't remember. Anyway, yeah. So that was during that time. Okay, that yeah. It was taking place. What? Uh, when is the uh, May? <laughs> May twenty seventh. HBO Max. Really so it's out. coming up. Yeah. Trending Ten on Twitter. Trending on Twitter number two. Katy Perry's new song "Electric" came out over the weekend, and there is an adorable video featuring Pikachu. All this is uh, just one part of them celebrating the 25th anniversary of the Pokemon franchise. By the way, uh, Katy Perry, you just heard Dua Lipa there. Katy Perry's Celebrity Girl Squad features Dua Lipa and Ellie Goulding. They got oh. a gang with her. Mm. They're in a gang. You wow. have to like put that up against Taylor Swift's Girl Squad. I yeah. still think Taylor's wins, probably. Mm-hmm. But Katy is, you know. She's getting a little star power there with Dua Lipa. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, no, that's a huge one. Katy Perry Celebrity Girl Squad, Dua Lipa and Ellie Goulding. And trending on Twitter, number one. Tax day is today. Individual income tax returns are due to be submitted to the federal government by today. Unless you have an extension, of course. Uh, Normally, tax day is April 15th. Everything is weird. Nothing is normal. So today is the day. CNN claims boyfriends and girlfriends can now be claimed as dependents. Wait, what? True story. Who? Uh, dependents on who? Well, I mean, if you're filing your taxes, you can claim your boyfriend or girlfriend as a dependent. Oh, wow. That's sad. What are they depending on? Uh, in order to qualify <laughs> for a tax break, the boyfriend or girlfriend must live with you and earn less than $3,900 per year. Well, that okay. would be okay. a de- you, you depend on a lot of people if yes, you, end, you uh, earn yeah. less than $3,900 a year. You might want to get yourself a new boyfriend or a new girlfriend then. <laughs> Follow the Eric in the Morning Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Eric Morning Mix. Phoenix roller coaster stalls over the weekend, prompting the rescue of 22 riders on the desert storm at Castles and Coasters. Nerve-wracking, is descri- it was described as a Tennessee toddler got his head stuck in an antique wooden barrel. 
Anybody listening who've been stuck? I had a buddy uh, get stuck. He rolled his car like three times, and they Whoa. had to jaws of life him out of there. But he, the interesting part of the story, it took him like 45 minutes to get him out. Not a scratch on him. Literally wow. not a scratch. Mm. Nothing broken. He's like, my nothing was even torn. Like, I didn't even tear his shirt or my pants. And he's like, I didn't even have a cut. Yeah. Somebody was watching over him. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah. That's crazy. 312-233-1019. I thought we'd get one of these, Nicole. Yeah, I'm guilty. You were the one. I was the one. I got my head stuck in stairs. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. So, like, the spindles on the staircase? Uh, no, like, the separation between steps. I got okay. my head stuck in between it. So we were drinking. We were uh, having a good so you weren't night. even a kid. You're like, oh, I was like 27. No. Yeah. 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 I was like 22. We were drinking. It was in college. And I went to reach to get something. And my head and my arm went through because I don't know why. And then I went to get my arm out. That came out fine. And then my head was stuck. Uh-huh. I was stuck there for like 15 minutes. It was awful. Uh, and who rescued you? Um, my friends rec- rescued me. We were able to get my head out after like 15 minutes of bawling and right. freaking out. Like, I'm stuck. Right. I can't get out. Um, but See, I like to tell the story. That's so nice you had a friend do that. Like, as guys, if one of my friends did that, we'd leave him in there an extra half hour, exactly. take pictures. I was going to say, take pictures. Draw, them. Yep, draw yeah. on their face. Right. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Right. Yeah. It's not anything you want to do around a bunch of guys. Uh, hold on there, uh, Julie. I want to get to you. Hold on. Hi, uh, Steve got stuck. Uh, yeah, uh, when I was a young kid, um, my cousins had a chicken farm, and uh, as I was walking towards the coop, I got stuck in a uh, pile of poop, and it's probably about like, Was wide. it like quicksand chicken poop, or what was it? <laughs> yeah, it was like I was going good, then I got stuck in the middle, and then my dad had to come get me out, and my shoe got stuck in there. <laughs> how many How many chickens are pooping, and how much poop is there? There's a lot of chickens. Oh, a lot of chickens. They poop a lot. Yeah. It's like quicksand. It's like Poop cement. Is... That's really repulsive. <laughs> Poop That's is like the a new quicksand. Fear, like yeah. the quicksand. Hi, Julie. Hi. Got stuck where? Um, I decided to go bungee jumping off of my stairwell with my sister. Oh, my God. Like, you know, Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. You did a homemade bungee jump? I don't think I would ever recommend that. I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> basically, I was only stuck for five minutes. Yeah, that was like one of the stupidest things I've done. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, your bungee minutes, jump was actually was about working. two feet, right? You just went down about two feet, but then you were just hanging upside down from your stairs? I was hanging. We we somehow like made a harness like around, you know, like my legs so I could sit in it, kind of. Um, yeah, I don't think I'd recommend and, any of this stuff. Yeah. It yeah, sounds like a I broken neck waiting it. to happen. Definitely. I don't really understand this either. Mike got stuck. Yeah, I got my shorts stuck in the car door out in front of the gym, and I locked the keys in the car, so then I was going to go into the gym in my underwear to call my wife. To... I would have loved to see yeah. that. Can't unlock it. You're stuck. You're snagged. And then you you're trying to wriggle out, out of your yeah. shorts in the gym parking lot. Horrible. That's amazing. Horrible. Janet. Yes, my dad was a police officer when I was little, so my cousin and my sister were babysitting us, and my sister took his handcuffs and handcuffed my cousin's right wrist to his left ankle, <laughs> and we had to wait until they got oh. home because we couldn't find the key. Oh, oh man. My God. Okay, I'm glad the story went that way because Swanee put it up on the uh, computer. Uh, cousin stuck in handcuffs. I didn't know if we were going to get a weird Fifty oh! Shades of Grey thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were all wearing satin. <laughs> had to call the cops. 
<laughs> no one could find the light switch. My yeah. God. thought that's where it was going. I feel so much better. Hey, it's Eric. So we haven't any fun yet? Well, actually, this was one of my favorite moments from this morning show. At least I think it was. Here it is. Uh, over the weekend. I don't know if it was uh, this way for you folks. You know, the, ex- the initial excitement about the president and the CDC making the announcement that if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear masks anymore. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Your, your life is yours. Welcome back. And everybody got really excited. And then over the weekend, uh, you probably went a bunch of places and everybody is wearing masks. And maybe you encountered people like I did or maybe you got uh, heard from your friends or like we received a bunch of emails and texts around here going, I don't understand. Yeah, what's happening? I don't understand what's going on. I don't understand why we're all wearing masks when the president and the CDC said we don't have to. Can someone please explain it to me so I know what to do so I can follow the rules? And I said, I don't know anybody except for Dr. Most. So I'll ask him. (laughs) So, Dr. Kevin Most, Chief Medical Officer with Northwestern Medicine, Central DuPage Hospital, and Delnor Hospital out there in St. Chuck, uh, joins us. Dr. Most, last we talked to you, we were talking about the big announcement, correct? Absolutely, we were. All right, and then you heard my lead up there over the weekend. I couldn't get away from it. Everywhere I went, people were asking me, what's the deal? Why can't I don't understand. And I said, let me see what I can find out. What kind of insight can you lend? Masks, no masks. Yeah, so we have to remember that the CDC puts out guidelines. Um, their government uh, department, obviously, that pushes forward recommendations. It comes down to the state level as far as where those recommendations fall. So if you look right now, 22 states still have a mask mandate, right? So we are one of them. So we're still following our local law. Go to Iowa, to the, to the west, or Indiana, to the east, they don't have that. So we're still waiting. You know, Governor Pritzker, I wish he would have said, hey, you know what, I'm going to think about this over the weekend, and then I'm going to make an executive order. Instead, he was very supportive of it, and I think that that's where the confusion came, saying, well, I heard the governor said we can do it, and I heard CDC say we can do it. Why isn't this in place yet? So I think it really comes down to, you know, we need to hear from the governor, we need to hear from Mayor Lightfoot, that they are accepting the CDC guidelines, and at that point, you will see a change. But until then... We're still all falling under the state mandate. Okay, yeah, because I had talked to some people in Minnesota who said they dropped their mandate there and nobody was wearing masks anywhere. Yeah. Do we think that's the case? Do we see that happening around here, that vaccinated people will not be wearing masks anytime in the near future? Or do you believe this is something that's going to drag on for a while? No, no, I, I would bet you it's going to be this week. And if not even potentially today or tomorrow, I think the governor is going to. I think he's looked at the science. I think he's talked to his people. And now it's going to be a rollout. You know, the CDC, unfortunately, their media relations team just has bad timing of things. And really, it's unfortunate the way that it was put out. You know, it made this big splash, but it certainly added a lot of confusion mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. the states didn't have a chance to catch up with it until the weekend. Mm-hmm. Are you comfortable as uh, not only a medical professional, but uh, someone who obviously, you know, lives and works in the community? Are you comfortable going mask-free, Dr. Most? Absolutely. You know, you have to remember, we were wearing masks. Those of us who were fully vaccinated, we were wearing masks because we were unsure of if we could spread it to other people who were not vaccinated. The studies that came out last week showed that, showed that those people who are vaccinated had a very low incidence of spreading the illness to anyone else. That's why the masks are coming off. So it's the science is catching up now, but it's one of those where people are thinking, wait a second, I'm vaccinated, I'm wearing the mask, I'm still trying to protect myself. No, no, no. The vaccine has protected you. We were trying to protect those who are not vaccinated. 
And the continuing quest is to get as many people vaccinated as possible to continue the march towards herd immunity. And then there was, you know, a bunch of stories about the slowdown in vaccinations. Are you seeing that still? Are you seeing them pick up again? What? Where does that stand? No, we really aren't. You know, we are still seeing it slow down, which is unfortunate. You know, you look at the state of Illinois, about 62 percent have gotten at least one dose. But we're certainly we have vaccine everywhere. So now it comes down to two things. One, it's the vaccine hesitance. And then the other is we have a bunch of people that want to get the vaccine, but because of their work schedule or their concern about side effects, they're holding off because they can't afford to miss a day of work. We need to make sure we can get the vaccine into more opportune places at more opportune times to make sure that we get as many as vaccinated as possible. I certainly wish we would have waited until we were about 65% because then you could have coupled the two statements together I think the CDC took this as an advantage of here. Let me throw out a carrot to those individuals who are on the fence Mm -hmm. to see if we can get them vaccinated quicker. So, Dr. Most, have you heard anything lately about this Vax Pass, the vaccination passport, which would be supposedly the way that everybody could easily make sure that the people going into all these events are actually vaccinated? Is that on the verge? I think in Illinois, you still may see that. You know, there's a lot of political issues with that, right? Why should I have to share my information with you? But we still do that on many other things right now. We check purses. We do a lot of things to make sure that coming into a large event, you're safe. I think that that would make a lot of sense. A lot of people disagree with me. A lot of people say, well, if I've been vaccinated, I'm safe. I'm covered. The individual who's not vaccinated, he's the one that's taking the risk. I think that's where the state is trying to figure that out. Because as we're going through this bridge plan to full opening, they are going to have to make a decision at some time when you're going to go back to full capacity. Is it going to be the honor system or is it going to be if you're not vaccinated, wear a mask or proof of vaccination? Such a political hot topic right now would not surprise me if they let that fall aside, except probably with international travel. Yes, Violetta. Violetta's I, waving her hand in the back of the room, Dr. Most. Uh, hi, she Dr. Most. She never gets Mose. to ask a question. <laughs> I know, because I'm too short. No one sees me. Yeah. Um, Dr. Most, I have a question. So I heard some old guys talking at the park. Old guys. They were like 37. <laughs> no, no. They were, yeah. They Bunch were hanging out. Yeah. And they're there like every day. But I overheard them saying, like, I heard somebody say, if I'm vaccinated, they're going to make me get a tattoo to get into a store. <laughs> you think that's a Yes, that is absolutely happen? true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Uh, you don't see that happening, yeah. do you, Doctor Most? We're all no, going to get tattooed. I hope we're not walking around with big V's <laughs> okay. tattooed on our forehead. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but it's amazing that the, the rampant stories that can start <laughs> and how they can spread so quickly. I'm going to tell Pete in the park yeah. he's wrong. Pete, yeah. you're wrong. Yeah, yeah. Wrong. back to his chest. Game. Maybe when uh, Pete turns 38, he'll get some clarity. Maybe <laughs> the old guy. All right, so Doctor Most, you believe uh, this could be the week, if not even today? that the governor and the mayor will, in concert, hopefully, uh, make an announcement about a mandate drop, and we can move forward like uh, many of the states are that have dropped their mandate regarding masks that fully vaccinated people don't have to wear them anymore. Am I correct in in that statement? Yep. I think he has to do it soon. I mean, he's already come out in support of it, and I think it just gave him the weekend to get IDPH together, as well as the Cook County Department of Public Health to say, okay, let's put this in concert, let's go together. And I would, it would not surprise me that the state goes statewide, which we would hope happens, versus, well, Cook County is going to do one thing and the rest of the state is going to do something else. And once you throw that support out with all of the media press on it and all the confusion, I think 
get rid of the mask mandate right now, lay it out. If you've been fully vaccinated, you do not need the mask and explain why. Say we were wearing masks to protect others. These studies have shown that that's not necessary because there's still a lot of people who are hesitant saying, I still want to wear a mask, which is fine. fine. We, mm-hmm. we really need to make sure that we don't beat up a person who's vaccinated and still wants to wear a mask. If it decreases their anxiety and makes them feel better, perfect. Well, and I was going to let you go, but I just have to ask this angle because I know a lot of people will ask me about it. Will will there be case-by-case basis where, you know, maybe Walgreens decides, well, we're still doing masks. We've got to sign up. You still got to do it, even though the government and the uh, the state government and the federal government said you don't have to. Are we prepared for that type of a confrontational situation? Yeah, you know, I think that you will. I think, you know, obviously we'll see it in hospitals and homeless shelters and prisons. I think, you know, those individuals we are still going, or those individual places we certainly will. I think you may see some customers or some uh, businesses that say, you know what, Uh, this is my business. I want to be safe. You're going to need to wear a mask if you come in here. Confrontations certainly may happen in those uh, situations. But I just tell anybody who is and doesn't feel like wearing a mask and going in there, take your business somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But still, if they want to be protective and lower the anxiety of their customers, it's their right to do it. All right. Thank you, Dr. Most. All the best to you. You got it, guys. Take care. Thank you. you. All right. We continue to seek some clarity, some understanding. All of us trying to move our lives forward. Summer right around the corner with a lot of thoughts and ideas on how great it can be. We'll see. He covered a lot of that. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot to go through. That is a lot. I was interested uh, to say that he thinks it could be as early as today. Yeah, I just looked at the tweet drop. from Governor Pritzker. It's just what he said. It was three days ago. Like, we fully support the CDC's recommendations, Which blah, blah, blah. Which created the confusion. But right never now. officially changed anything here right. yet. Well, because right. I think they have to think about the businesses. Like you right. said, it's going to be case by case. So how are they going to implement that or tell sure. businesses what they can do? I it think some the... businesses might not, they sort of might not want to be in the business of making sure that someone's vaccinated if they right. don't, have, you know what I mean? Like, how do they know? That could be a but little But again, tough. like he said, it's not even... At this point, it does become an individual choice. If you're not vaccinated, you don't wear a mask. You're taking a risk. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. You're taking a risk and you've made that decision for yourself. But the infection back and forth for those that are vaccinated or them passing it along is is no longer on the table. And that's where the whole decision making process changed. And the business still has the right to call. You know what they want when you go in their store. Love Eric in the morning. Don't miss Eric in the afternoon. Weekdays at 530 on 101.9 The Mick Chicago. Uh, A survey by YouGov reveals that 15% of men think they could beat a King Cobra in a fight, mostly because they have a head injury and they think so. (laughs) Other findings found which one of the following animals was the top animal that these same uh, jackasses thought they could beat in a fight? Mm. A, a kangaroo. B, a crocodile. C, a gorilla, or D, a grizzly bear. Before we uh, track down our answer, uh, Nikki, would you like to play? A, kangaroo, yes. All right, B, uh, uh, whip. Grizzly bear. Grizzly bear, Violetta. I think uh, crocodile. Crocodile. Not to be confused with <laughs> crocodile. Crocodile. <laughs> yeah, <Yo>, crocodile. <laughs> uh, Marianne, you believe it's what animal? B. B, crocodile. a crocodile. No. It is not a crocodile or a crocodile. No, no, no. When it comes to fighting men thinking they can beat up a what, Christy? Kangaroo. Kangaroo. Mm -hmm. Cut him up. Kangaroo. I have news for them. They'll get their butts kicked. No, no question. Yeah. No (laughs) question whatsoever. Huge feet. Yes. I know. Yeah, I know. They'll box. kick you. Kick the crap out of they you. They come up with those short little kangaroo arms, and you think, I got this guy. Then they lean back on the tail. Wham! Hit you with mm-hmm. those legs. 
You're dead. Sounds like you've thought about this. Yeah, no. uh, he was I part s- of the survey. I spend a lot of time on YouTube watching videos. Right. A lot of time on YouTube. You know, this is a good time for our lead-in. We haven't done it in a while. Uh, when Wild Animals Attack. Oh. Oh, yeah. When Wild Animals Attack. 312-233-1019. Uh, if any of you uh, had the unfortunate moment where a wild animal came after you, a kangaroo. I mean, yeah. you're minding your own business in the outback. And you, you get a you come across a you know a kangaroo with a little, little bit of an attitude. Yeah, you're just enjoying a blooming onion and a kangaroo yeah. wants to fight. You see, uh, I think around here you see a lot of uh, raccoon issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of muskrat issues. A lot of the neighbors' dog issues. And the birds. I feel like birds, birds. are kind of crazy. No, Lincoln Park Zoo. I'll never hit one of the first time. I, first times I went to Lincoln Park Zoo, I saw this little kid. Go, you are not a peacock, yelled this at a peacock, and the right. peacock started peacock charging got him. Yeah. And yeah. the mom's like grabbing it. was scary Let for me a second. show you I'm not a peacock. <laughs> Kid. Yeah. You think I'm not a peacock? Yeah. We'll see if you think that. 312-233-1019. Uh, when wild animals attack, uh, did you have an instance where you had to run and jump in the truck because uh, a mongoose was coming after you? Yes. You had an encounter with a what? Hi, Jamie. Hi there. I lived in Colorado for about 10 years, and a friend of mine and I were snowshoeing, and we decided to get off trail to take a selfie with this beautiful stream behind us. Uh So we turned around, and we lifted up our camera, and I heard this snarl like I have never heard before. And we had a mountain lion behind us. Oh, my God. Did it sound like this? (laughs) Something like that, maybe? Something like that. (laughs) Wow. So how far away was the mountain lion from you? Um, closer than I could have ever jumped. I actually, we had like a 30 second plan. I was like, we had ski poles and there were two of us. And I was like, he can only take one of us at a time. Right. Do not leave me alone. He'll drag me away. You know, we'll never see each other again. Right. I was like, go for the eyes with the ski pole. Like I had a plan in like a split second. But My we buddies like- and I have the same plan. We often say you only have to be faster <laughs> than one person. That's true. Oh, exactly. Right. Just, you, just we- don't be the slowest person and you'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. We were two hours from the trailhead, so we had no help, no cell phone service. And so but how did we, the situation play itself out? We, I, Well, you can't run in those situations because then you become even more of a target. Plus, so you have huge snowshoes said, on. You look ridiculous. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you're tripping. We said, yeah. a, we said a couple choice words and hightailed it out of there, uh-huh. but... Um, we were looking behind our backs, that's for sure. Right. So the uh, the mountain lion gave you a look, gave you a growl, but let you go. <laughs> let us go. But then my friend lives really close to there, and I was telling her about it, and she was like, Jamie, I wish I would have told you that same mountain lion went and has a deer that in, drug it underneath their neighbor's oh. Um, uh, oh. deck and was coming back every night to eat on it. And I was like, oh, that's good to know now. Right. Thanks. Well, it was full. It already had its lunch. It didn't need to eat you. That's what we learned from that. Hey, it's Eric. And you know, in the podcast, we only share the best parts, which, of course, imagine what we're leaving out. More coming up here. Hey, uh, Eric. Yes, sir. And it still worked? So we're in Lake Tahoe skiing and going up a hill. And all of a sudden, we get off the lift. And the guy behind us asked us if we had a blue phone. And my girlfriend actually just got the phone a day before, uh-huh. and she said, oh, yeah, it's mine. He goes, well, you lost it halfway up the lift. And so the ski patrol came and used to find my iPhone and found her phone halfway down the mountain in a tree-like divot oh hole. Oh, my gosh. And it still and worked? It 
still work perfectly fine. Look at that. Modern technology. And it still worked. 312-233-1019. Ruth. Hey. And it still worked. I was at a go-kart place, uh, one of those indoor ones, Mm -hmm. and my phone fell out, was run over several times by many Uh go-karts, and Uh I was kind of hopeful because I thought, oh, now I can get a new phone. Right. Went to retrieve it, and it worked perfectly. And it still worked. A bunch of 12-year-olds ran over your phone with the go-karts. You're thinking, all right, now I can put these kids into the wall. Yeah. Lo and behold, get your phone back. still works. 312-233-1019. 312-233-1019. Teresa, and it still worked? Yeah, so it, the, the phone slid down the crack of the elevator shaft, fell down nine stories. My daughter went and told maintenance, and with a half hour, she had it back, small dent, but it still worked. That little crack between the, the floor and the elevator, it went right in there? It, it just slid on the floor, down the crack in nine stories into the uh, bottom of the elevator bank. That is a total fear. Right. Yeah. Two things. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's yep. amazing it still worked, yeah. A, and B, it's amazing that maintenance actually took the time to go down there and retrieve it as opposed to, ah, eh, sucks for you. Yeah. It wow. Was, it was covered in rust dust, but it still worked. Right. <laughs> A guy named Otis. Yeah, Otis Elevator. That's right. They're all named Otis. Went down and got it for you, and it still worked. Nancy. Yes. Hey, good morning, guys. Good. Good. Still worked? Uh, Yeah. So I was showing my friends a picture of my daughter's tattoo, and the phone slipped into a big bowl of salsa straight in there. Uh And we were all in shock that it fell in the bowl of salsa. Right. And it still worked. That's right. Okay. You double dip your phone into a big bowl of salsa, and it still works. Got a smartphone or tablet? Download the free Mix app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Uh, Time for the weekend wrap-up. Stories from this weekend that we haven't had a chance to get to until this very moment. And then into a song that's going to catch you off guard, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, Really? I'm excited. It's about to happen. You ready for the headline? Yes. Yes. I'm going to read it verbatim. Here's your weekend wrap-up kickoff headline. Study says mammals can breathe through anus in emergencies. <laughs> what great news. <laughs> what? Well, what great news. Can we get the doctor back on? Uh, <laughs> in an emergency, you can, they can breathe through their butts. And they, you know, we're mammals, so we can do it That's, too. No, everyone's fun. trying not to think that. Bet you didn't know that, Whip. You can breathe through your butt. No, I did not know that, but man, has my life just changed. It has. Hasn't it? A team of Japanese scientists has shown it is possible <laughs> For mammals to absorb oxygen through their butts. Yeah. Intrigued by how certain sea creatures breathe through their intestines in emergencies, researchers were able to prove the same was true under experimental circumstances. How'd you like to be in this experiment? <laughs> All right, put this plastic bag over right. your head for a while. Right, now You'll breathe be through fine. your butt. You'll be Come fine. Come on, breathe through your butt. <laughs> you You're can fine. do it. Sea creatures can do it. Why can't you? <laughs> Loser. Let's save that one for uh, for Dr. Most. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Seriously. Just throw that in at the we'll end of that. a big uh, COVID conversation. Yeah. Uh, here's a great story. The internet is praising a Texas man who figured out how to mute the ads on gas station pumps. Um, oh, yeah. Those scary. They yeah. come out of nowhere. And I'm they're like, loud. Seen enough of Maria Menounos' tips. <laughs> I know. Excuse me? <laughs> Her what? Her tips. Tips. A lot yeah, of tips. questionable oh. headlines she, in this uh, one. She wants to give you tips okay. on how to relax while you're if, pumping if gas. That's I'm like, what's I'm going fine. On. You've seen enough of Maria Menounos' tips. <laughs> I was about ready to head to my nearby mobile. 
<laughs> two for two so far. Uh, says uh, a person on Reddit, I was trying to press the button to bring up the print receipt screen, and I hit the mute button by mistake. The volume on the ad shut off, and I didn't know if it was because I'd pressed the button or because I'd finished pumping. During his next visit to the gas station, he decided to figure out if the mute button truly exists. I pressed the same button to test it, and it totally muted the advertisement. I have to look more closely at that and Maria Menounos' tips. Yeah, you don't have to listen to them. Just watch them. <laughs> the tips. Just, just the tips. Just the tips. Just the tips. <clears throat> the Daily Mail says North American pet owners are dressing their cats and small dogs in spiked body armor when taking them for walks. The body armor is due to their need to protect them from hungry bald eagles, oh, which is yeah. one of the lead bands at Lollapalooza. Also true. <laughs> hungry bald eagles. Yeah. Yeah. Never thought of that, but that's a, a very smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. Dress your dress your cat to look like it's in a in a motorcycle gang, and that way the bald eagles won't come down and try to steal your cat or dog away. It's nice. A couple of uh, celebrity notes: Paradise City, John Travolta and Bruce Willis are going to co-star in a new movie. Twenty-seven years after Pulp Fiction, <gasps> twenty-seven years after being in Pulp Fiction together, they're going to star in a new movie. The upcoming film, Paradise City. The news comes 27 years after Pulp Fiction. The two have also worked together on 1989's Look Who's Talking and 1990's Look Who's Talking 2. Oh, there's two Mm -hmm. of them. In Paradise City, Willis will play Ryan Swan, a renegade bounty hunter who seeks vengeance on the kingpin of of the Hawaiian crime world played by Travolta. Sweet. Get ready. Movies are coming back. Martha Stewart calls out fake news about the amount of peacocks she owns. Why can I not get away from peacock stories? Seriously. Everywhere I go, everywhere I go, there's a peacock story. Hold on, Katy Perry. What do you have to say? (laughs) Right. Be a chicken. There's a Katy Perry right there. Martha Stewart calls out fake news about the amount of peacocks she owns. Uh, Martha called out the New York Post saying, the New York Post, again, fake news. They have a story on peacocks today, and I, and say I have 16 on my farm. I actually have 21 of these glorious birds whose house is impeccable. They do not smell. They're so clean. Their voices are loud, but such fun to hear, and they are so friendly. Really? Hmm. Go away, Martha Stewart. And uh, finally. Uh, oh. Why do you to say that? Martha. She already did her She's thing. a legend. Uh, yeah. Uh, and finally, Swiss scientists are burying thousands of pairs of underwear for science's sake. <laughs> Researchers for the Agricultural Institute are sending 2,000 pair of cotton underpants to volunteers to cover in dirt for a project dubbed Proof by Underpants, according to Science Focus. They'll dig them up uh, one, uh, one to two months later and examine how much damage organisms, including insects, worms, and fungi, have done to the skivvies. The more holes, the healthier the soil According to researchers, they eat the cotton in your underpants. Where you started this whole segment and where you just ended it are mm-hmm. really magical. Right. Yeah. You know, you can tell Alexa to turn on the mix. Just say, Alexa, open 101.9, the mix. Warning labels. <laughs> Text topic of the day. Uh, we'd been saying earlier, uh, before 9 o'clock, if, if for some reason uh, human beings had to come with a warning label. What would your warning label be? Yeah. You know, tattooed right there on your neck. 60123, text in your warning label. We'd pick our finalists, select a winner, and award a prize. I've got all the finalists here. Who would like to pick today's winner? Hmm, fun. Nikki. Nikki. All All right, right. Nikki picks today's winner. It's all on her. Warning labels. I'm just going to rip through these. You ready? 
Yep. Here we go. Here are the warning labels you text in for today's text topic of the day, 60123. Uh, warning, this person is highly likely to say something offensive and doesn't play nice with others. Uh. Warning, I bite. Warning, I might snap. Warning, foot fetish. <laughs> warning, farts without warning. Yeah. Do not approach, make eye contact, or talk to before coffee kicks in. Gets hangry. Do not withhold food. Use at your own risk. <laughs> Contents extremely hot. Handle with care. Hey. Caution. Sarcasm coming. Warning. Sex with me will give you an STD. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. That's a, a necessary one. Yeah. <laughs> Very honest. Warning. May spend several minutes debating your word choice and grammar. Mm. Why'd, you, why'd you write you next to that? That's you. That is not me. Oh my Warning. God. Do not feed euros. <laughs> will emit toxic gases. That feed euros? Euros. <laughs> oh, euros. Euros cause gases. Gyros. Got, it. Got, got it. it, got it. And finally, warning, if I meet your parents, they'll love me more than they love you. Oh, that's a good right. one. Coming with a warning. If you had a warning label, what would it be with? I bite. I bite, Violetta. <laughs> I got to go with uh, your parents are going to like me more than you. Uh-huh. I'm going to go with uh, may spend several minutes debating your word choice of grammar. Uh, but, oh, really? Uh, Nikki, you have selected which one. Uh, I think it's the most practical and, and, and honest, I guess, for this person. Sex with me will uh, <laughs> get, your STD. get you an That's STD. That's right. We're rewarding someone for their STD. Honesty is key. That's true. Trending on Twitter on the Eric in the Morning Show. Trending on Twitter. All right. Track down another trending on Twitter update. Top three things everyone's talking about. Ready, Violetta? Yes. All right, number three. A viral video showing off a golden retriever's surfing skills along the beach. It's really incredible. Even the owner can be heard in the background of the clip. Very excited. Like, oh, my God, he's doing it. His new hobby is paying off. Surfing dogs at number three. (laughs) And number two. A list of the most anticipated movies of the summer are trending right now. We have Cruella uh, on May 28th. A Quiet Place. Cruella? Yeah. Yeah. Cruella. Cruella. The dogs. Like DeVille. Did you say Cruella? Cruella. Cruella. Cruella DeVille. What's her name? I just saw the trailer for that Yeah, yesterday. it's with the redhead. Uh, what's her name? You know, the one. Yeah, the, that Wait. one. Emma Thompson Emma, is the Emma, bad Emma, one. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. And Emma Stone oh. is the good one. Yeah. Emma Stone. All right. What else? A Quiet Place Part 2 on May 28th. Saw that trailer, too. Yes. <laughs> F9, which is Fast and Furious, huh? the ninth one, uh, June 25th. <laughs> Black and Will, uh, Black Widow, Black Widow on July 9th, and then Paw Patrol the movie on August 20th. I'm on the edge of my seat for that one. Yeah. And trending on Twitter, number one. Crews work to rescue a blue macaw in the loop over the weekend. A crowd saw an unusual bird perched on a second-story window on Michigan between Wabash and Jackson, really? and the little guy was rescued and then returned to his family. The story and pictures are all over Twitter in the city today. So it was a pet. It was a pet. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think macaws are native to (laughs) Chicago. No, I don't think it flew here from wherever it's native to. We're glad it's okay. Thanks for listening to the Eric in the Morning podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of Eric in the Morning on 101.9 The Mix Chicago.